0: You're listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next 2 years. I'm your host Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. In this episode, we speak to Maria McAuliffe. Today, she shares with us why she will always come back to running in her life. Enjoy. Today, I have a new friend, Maria McAuliffe, to welcome to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. Welcome, Maria.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Nice to be here, Michelle.
0: It's so good to have you here. I know we only met a couple of weeks ago, although I've sort of known of you for a little while. We have some mutual connections, which is really nice. Um, But you don't live around the the corner, which a couple of the people, or at least the initial few people I've interviewed on the podcast, um, many of them are just around the corner. They live just nearby. So tell us, we can get started by saying, where do you live? Maria?
1: Where do I live? Well, <laughs> dare I say it. I live in Earlwood, which yes. is, and I'm closer to Marrickville, having said that. and um, But I'm part of the Canterbury Bankstown LGA. Oh, yay! So you're a COVID hotspot at this yes, moment of recording. Yes. So it's funny we talk about running because it's my saving grace right now because it's about all I can do. Um, as a means of getting out of this house,
0: wow. so yeah,
1: it's got that five kilometre restriction.
0: It's five kilometres, is it? So I suppose you could do a ten k by just doing. Uh, is it five I out? Want,
1: you're <laughs> right, but what I'm lucky because where I live, I literally go down the hill and turn left, and there it is—the fabulous Cooks River walking path, running path, cycle path. It serves everyone, oh. and um, and that just goes on and on and on. And that's been my stomping ground for about fifteen years now. Sydney's amazing
0: for that. Sydney's is amazing, isn't it? For that, like the, the just having uh, like forests basically in the middle of the city. It feels like in some parts of the over there. I know I've um, got myself lost on a few occasions, hitting some of the national parks in the
1: suburbs. Yes, yeah, thankfully it's not as hard with this one. You just follow the path, and you can yeah. come back and do a loop, or just come back the way you came. It's all good. Yeah, awesome.
0: Well, have you CNC. have
1: you have you always lived in Sydney? Actually, I was born in England. (laughs) Really? Wow! Yeah, yeah. I was six when I came here. Yeah. And so, um, so Sydney has been my home. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Do I dare say? um, For you know, 44 years. I celebrated my 50th on um, Saturday. Happy birthday! (laughs) Ask me what I did for my birthday. What did you do? I run. Yes. Perfect.
0: that sounds like a wonderful birthday present to yourself oh,
1: it was spectacular in the sunshine
0: mm-hmm. one of the
1: warmest birthdays i've ever had just by oh. oh wow
0: that's the global Seriously, warming thing august, happening.
1: <laughs> or august 7 no it's not well you could say that but august 7 typically that day is freezing cold but other days in august i noticed have beautiful picturesque hot sunny days okay. so in the past i haven't been as blessed so perfect timing <laughs> with lockdown
0: because you could also go for a run (laughs) yeah for sure and enjoy the sunshine so where did where did your parents move I assume they emigrated that's where we emigrated
1: here. started in Coogee and Oh, oh my god loved that that was wonderful so Coogee still feels like home I have to say um there's something special about it probably because that's where we were when we first arrived and we lived in a hostel there Mm -hmm. um sadly my parents couldn't afford a home there and we ended up in kingsgrove which Mm -hmm. still a nice enough suburb but it's not (laughs) pudgy it's
0: not on the water (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah so so no it's not and um i know kingsgrove at least 30 to 40 minutes away from Mm pudgy and um and since then i've lived in areas around the inner west which i really love yeah um and then settled on being just on the cusp of the inner west here at Allwood. So you've been a Sydney girl apart from,
0: you know, the first six years in England. You've been yeah. a Sydney
1: girl the whole time.
0: I have. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. I love Sydney. So you obviously it, went to
1: school there as well. I did. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's, and that's actually where I discovered my love of quite a few things. Quite a few things. I, well, not just at school, but I, I um, always had an interest in old movies and singing. Yeah. And um, and running started at school for me. Ah. Yeah, just with athletics first, and then it developed into cross country at high school. Um. Yeah. Always like the distance runs. Oh, that's I'm pretty. Not cool. a sprinter. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to run fast to save my life, I'd be in trouble the distance I can do I can outrun them over time
0: (laughs) yes you just need to wear them down (laughs) that's it so so when you finished high school like that there's that tricky time for many people unless they're kind of elite where they they kind of drop their sport even if they were quite good at it at school unless they kind of went on and became you know I don't know went to the institute or did other things that often, yes. or their friend groups sometimes there's like sporting teams and things that tend to stick together in that teenage
1: That's, trouble that's actually a really, really good point because I remember that time and you know, I was so physically active in everything, I did lots of sports at school, and running was a, a, a thing I did for, for years all the way through. And then when it all finished, I was like, Well, now what? And I remember going to university and um doing an aerobics class there and I thought oh my god is she an instructor she's shocking and that's when I thought if she can do it I can do it so I did a course at TAFE and became an aerobics instructor so I joined a did I work at the gym or join a gym first I can't remember which order it was but I was at a gym so my means of keeping fit was aerobics and then I don't know if I was running so much then i think when i got my first job i studied um i studied mass communication at macquarie uni and that's where i discovered you know my interest in in teaching aerobics and thought i could do this yeah i joined a gym first i joined a gym first because i had the freedom and the time to do that before i went to to uni and then um uh after uni, after finishing my course, I ended up working in radio. And somebody I worked with liked to run and introduced me to the bay. And the bay is around the area of, um, well, where the City West Link is now it wasn't there at the time. But you've got um, Hatherfield and Leichhardt, De Dubrowe Point, all those areas, Sisters Bay, etc. And we we would do the run together, and then that became my thing. I would do that run almost every day Wow! and I'd also go to the gym I was a bit of a gym junkie I was super fit at that stage in my life and loving it so um so where I sort of put on a little bit of weight in year 12 as you do with all the study um aerobics and all that training got me into shape and then I I reconnected with my love of running Mm -hmm. through a friend in my first job and um the bay was my stomping ground for many years Wow. How far is the bay? Like, is it,
0: Or does it just depends on what distance you want to run?
1: It's, it's typically seven. It's a bit under, really. It's 6.8 kilometres if you do it. But we, we just would say around seven.
0: Yeah.
1: And at that time when I was running it, it wasn't what it is now. You had to go upstairs to, to get to the Iron Cove Bridge and cross to the other side. And, um, yeah, it wasn't as mapped out as it is now. Because I remember even with babies, I would have to carry the pram, and someone would have to help me take my my little baby boy and his pram up the stairs. And then, and now, you know, parents have no problem. There's none of that. It's just all slopes to get where you need to go. No need for stairs. But oh wow. um, But that was six point eight seven kilometers. If you tag the little bit on at the end, it would make it a nine kilometer run. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know at what point but it's yeah so so I would do a lap of that in the morning before work and so even once
0: you had children you would still go and do that same path even if you like pushing the pram jogging behind yeah I definitely
1: did Ah. yeah I had to running is not just about keeping slim and looking good it was just um and and it it, it, and it's not even just an endorphin kick. It was, it was a way to keep me sane and um, clear my mind, give me a sense of freedom all through my life. There are things we can't control. Running is the means of clearing the mind and just getting oxygen going through the body and, and that great feeling so that you can tackle whatever the day gives you.
0: Whatever's coming. And you're obviously a morning runner. Because some people are, you know, do it in the afternoon. and
1: Well, I had to chop and change, didn't I? So, yeah, it used to be mornings. Yeah. I would do early mornings. And, God damn, I've, I'm amazed at what I would wear. Barely nothing in three <laughs> cold temperatures at 6 a.m. I'd be running. Now, I'm telling you, when I had children, I could not do that anymore. Six o'clock starts to go for a run. It just never happened again. Just too tired. Mm. Um, and I remember sometimes in winter I would try change to doing it in the evening it would depend one of the greatest memories and I have a few but one of running the bay I ended up having an early finish from work it was around 4 p.m in winter I think it was August and the sky was so pink so incredibly solidly pink all of it wow that the water reflected nothing but pink. So you have pink sky, pink water. I was running backwards at one stage so I could keep staring at this magnificent pink sight. And and at that stage, we didn't have iPhones (laughs) to take a photo. And it was one of the most spectacular sunsets I've ever experienced. And I got to run in it. Yeah. Isn't that special? Yeah, it was. But I, I noticed in winter it was always nice doing it in the evening. It didn't have that briskness that you get in the morning. Mm. So, yeah, so very, running vary depending on um, commitment. Even before children, I remember um, it was so cold in the morning, sometimes I would do it in the evening. Mm. So it would just depend.
0: So you're working in like an office sort of arrangement at that point as well? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um So you've always run since that, like you, you haven't, you know, had times where you haven't run, you know, for long periods.
1: I've had an injury where at one stage I had to walk, it did my head in. Um, That lasted (laughs) quite a few months, not quite a year. Um, There have been stages where I don't know how long it's lasted. I can't remember anymore, but I've had months where I haven't been able to run and in the last More recently, I damaged my Achilles doing this plyometric dance move. Uh And, um, (laughs) yeah, running really was off the agenda for at least a year. And it took two years for it to heal. And it's only this year and even as recent as about a month ago that I've been running again. (gasps) And loving it. (laughs) Yeah. No wonder you're so enthusiastic.
0: It's always when something is taken away
1: <laughs> that we really, really Yeah, miss. and I have. I've had a hamstring strain when I did dancing and I couldn't run. So I've had moments where I've had to stop for a number mm-hmm. of months. Um, but, yeah, if I wasn't running outdoors, I'd be running on treadmills at the gym as well. So I'd do a 10-kilometer thing on the treadmill.
0: So do you You have called yourself a runner pretty much most of your life,
1: do you think, oh, I like identify,
0: identified as a runner? In your own I am mind.
1: a runner because mm-hmm. it it is, I have a lot of interests and a lot of passion. I perform on stage, I do musicals, mm-hmm. I do theater. Um, I love my job and I I work in investment property. I love wine. Oh my god, that's not good for running. Um, <laughs> and develop some bad habits around that. But I love, you know, fine dining and, and going out and all the rest of it, but but running, I always come back to it is essential to me. And um, and it's something that I think everyone should experience and, and give a go because running, jogging, jogging to me is running. Anything beyond it's yeah. faster than a walk, you know, it really does wonders for your body and your mind. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> do you, um? how do you
0: process it when you can't run? So we often have conversations on the podcast about identity and, you know, especially when we're so identified with being a runner, and then that is taken away from you for no fault of your own. Often, it's injury. Um, how do you cope with that?
1: You yeah, know- not, not very well. <laughs>
0: another I, glass I of wine
1: <laughs> it is that. it's exactly that and that's why I'm excited again I mean I did have a bit of wine and cheese today because there was just this glorious sunshine and I felt like I was on holidays sitting here on <laughs> my balcony. so I just went with it but it's not typically something I do now but at one stage you know when I couldn't run and some other things weren't going right in my life there were a few things that weren't right and so yeah. I turned to food and drink and um and I remember um when I was made redundant in 2013-14 just that was a real challenging time for me and Mm -hmm. um, and running was sort of there but then at one stage I was trying to commit something and make something work on a professional level that didn't and and yeah and it just got worse and I developed bad habits whereas when you run and when I run only good habits follow I don't (laughs) want crappy food i can't deal with it even wine doesn't taste the same it's really remarkable when your body works hard it craves better things to keep Mm -hmm. it running like a machine and that again is another way it it serves you Mm. so um so if i find i can't run and i try to what i have done recently because i wanted to lose the weight i put on as well just go to the gym and replace it with something that was low impact. It's not the yeah. same, but I have to say, I did find things and machines that made me sweat so much that that in itself was just as good. In this. It wasn't the same, but it was good because it was a detox. Yeah. And I love that sensation as well. So about yeah. finding a replacement, other times I went downhill, got into some bad habits. But I know, and I never forget that feeling of running and even if I just, when I had an injury and, and you were using this example of what do you do if there's a bus and you've got to run out the yeah. way, you know, sometimes you run across the road because you just got this moment before the cars are coming. And just that brief moment with the wind in your hair, that sensation, it's like, oh my God, I love running. And, <laughs> and that's enough to remind me, come on, let's get back on this, horse, let's find a way, get better. And and I I have, I've done everything I can with my injury, one thing didn't work. I found another thing that did, and I paid to get treatment week after week after week, and it's what solved my problem. So, so you could have that baby I'm back. Sure. <laughs> I do, and I'm hanging on to it and now. My puppy dog is with me on the ride. What would you? So
0: you described before the the pink run. <laughs> call oh, it.
1: that's nice. Yeah, the pink run.
0: Is there any other um, experiences where you've had that kind of runners high? You know, um, so it's not even necessarily that what is going on around you is amazing, but you actually just feel like you could run forever. That sort of
1: oh God, euphoric moment. I've had that feeling a few times, particularly when I've had a bit of a a break, or mm-hmm. when I've sudden, when I've started to get that um, what's the word? That continuity. Uh, where, where, you know, you're building up your strength and you continue and, and all of a sudden you're in that fit zone and yeah. that feeling when you can keep going. I mean, now I've got a puppy dog, so there's a lot of stop and start, but because <laughs> my legs are allowing me and injuries, I'm feeling niggles, but I can still do it. It's like I can run harder and faster, and that sensation's wonderful. Um, funnily enough, I've never been a competitive runner. Yeah, running was always for me. So for those people who who think there's something wrong with it and you can never be that, it was always for me. I did competition running at school. Once that was over, I only ever did it for me, and it was my way of dealing with dramas at work, stress of mm-hmm. work, which <laughs> usually relating to work. Way <laughs> of cutting the stress. It was a way of keeping me calm, um, decluttering the brain, and so. It was never about winning races. It was just something therapeutic and wonderful for me. But I will say, because this then feeds into other memories, mm-hmm. I met this person when I had my second child. So I had my daughter when I was 37.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and then I, at, once she was old enough, after a couple of months, I took her to the gym with me, a new gym this time at Marrickville. And they had a creation. and... And I met this person who was new and she started talking with me and she was telling me she's entering the half marathon. And I'm like, you've only just discovered running because that's something I found out about it. She's only just literally started running this woman. And she's going to do the half marathon. And I thought, are you kidding me? I've been running all my life. If you can do it, I'll do it. <laughs> so I did my first half marathon at 38. Wow. And it was a rude shock because having a baby to run the distances Mm -hmm. i would run 18 kilometers on a treadmill right how boring is that i don't even know how i did that i know it's lunacy i couldn't do it now but then i had a goal i had a reason i did it and i had tv screens to look at i'm watching at these hot bodies on the on the tv screens motivating me so i would do those sorts of trainings, and um and that that and i suffered for it because running on concrete my legs were gone (laughs) Uh, and I did a good time considering I was at the back of the pack because I had no time. But then when I got to do it the following year, I actually, that's when I started using the Crooks River. And, and one of my favourite runs was just going as far as I could in, in preparation. Being a 21-kilometre distance, I would do 18 kilometres. And so I'd run nine kilometres and I'd start at Marrickville End and I'd be all the way at um, Straffield. mm mm-hmm you know, and then coming back and and it's like wow, you know, you're just running this and, and you've covered this much ground <laughs> in that in half the distance. So I, I found that really quite amazing and, and and doing that the first time and just seeing where it would take me it was like wow this is really cool. That's that another awesome. example. But I've I've had quite a few. Sometimes it's just looking at the river and seeing the calm. The, sometimes the Cooks River looks really glassy and still and beautiful. Mm or you've got pelicans, or as you're running, you've got a sea of um, cockatoos. Okay. One time there was literally a white blanket on this patch of, of a, a large patch of ground, of grass, and they were all cockatoos. Wow. And it was just incredible. And today even, I, I took out my camera, you won't really see it so much, but as I'm running across the, the park, because there's lots of parks in this area, you don't have to stay on the path. Mm -hmm. Which Millie loves to do with me. So I'm running on the grass and there are swallows flying and dancing all around me as they're flying by. And then another patch of cockatoos just having a little picnic. And, you know, it just, it's just the sights and sounds are amazing. And I listen to music, but I'm still in tune with my environment. And that's, I get a kick out of that. So
0: that's one of the questions I ask people is, you know, do you listen to music? Do you run with people? Uh, do you just run with your thoughts what sort of what do you prefer i have lots of different
1: things at different stages so sometimes i listen to um personal development stuff
0: yeah
1: um which marvels at me and inspires me and and i love um other times often it's it's, it's, it was always music but then i started using personal development just a couple of days ago i was listening to barefoot investor which was really cool um and then i thought oh i gotta write some of this down um but yeah, I've got my favourite tracks. I, I at one stage had a um, a, a playlist of mm-hmm. that I called Running, mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. It had just my favourite running songs on it, just to keep me pumped. And and then sometimes I just run with nothing at all. Although not lately, but you know I I don't mind just shoot just tuning into my environment and just mm-hmm. taking it all in. And do you run with anybody at the moment? Do you run with friends or something? Well, no, not during self. this period, no. I'll do a walk with someone. But I, I funnily enough, I, um, one, I I only remember once or twice. Oh, no, well, since Ian, I've only run a couple of times with somebody. Um, I don't really have close running friends. I'm not yeah. in a running club. Again, it doesn't worry me because I do it for me and I have to fit yeah. it into my schedule being yeah. a mum and, and work. So that's another reason why it's so simple to do and why I like it because I can just squeeze it in wherever, Mm -hmm. and um, there's no commitment to anyone but myself. So you were saying
0: before that you did a couple of half marathons or a few half marathons. Yeah, I have. You Mm -hmm. you don't, um, but that's not one of the things that that makes you go running. Like it's you. At that point, it was something that it was a goal, and you and you achieved it and it ticked off all the training that you needed to, but it's, you didn't then stop running. Cause some people say, I want to run a marathon or they want to run something. They then do the training to get there. And then once they've done it, that's it. They just go on and their life maybe doesn't in- include running anymore because it's yeah, achieved that goal. Hmm.
1: That is really sad because running is not about a race hmm. and it's not about a goal. I don't think anything should be treated like that. Mm-hmm. you know you, you don't do this because you're going to tick it off your buck at least you do it for a better lifestyle you do mm-hmm. it for your health and your wellness and what running gives you that a lot of other exercises won't is it'll give you good mental health mm-hmm. as well as physical health i'll never forget when i was young someone telling me um the best cardio workouts were cycling swimming running yeah and I'm not a very good cyclist. I love <laughs> swimming. But, but running, again, it's just simpler to do. You know? you and the to other,
0: the, um, if anyone's trying to choose right now between uh, those three, I would say that the swimming and the cycling, they're great for the cardio, but they're actually not as good for uh, developing bone strength because you don't have the impact
1: that running Absolutely.
0: So. <laughs> so there is no, that's true. an I extra agree. tick
1: for the running. <laughs> in that. Yeah. No, swimming I would never do as a replacement Swimming, I sometimes did um in conjunction with running because it just some of that pressure off your bones your joints yes. your muscles Especially overcoming injuries but, and um, too. but i agree for bone density it's it's a really good thing to do
0: Wait so um how do you how do you get out the door then like because a lot of people as i said they're quite goal focused and it might be that they just um they just focus on different events and they might do the same event all the you know through the year how do you get out the door when it's the weather is not great and you haven't run for a couple of days and you know it's time to go out for a run <laughs>
1: how do you how do you I'll, do I'll do one better because you're talking about a running journey and I can talk to you about my journey of finding how <laughs> all the way through because like I said it was it was no question in the morning when I was in my 20s mm mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember when it started. Early twenties, it would be like, not nah, running every morning, every morning, every morning. It would have to rain. And the funny thing is, because I went early, you often didn't get the rain early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, I noticed, and even even today, you know, these years, um, my husband will do his walk at six in the morning, no rain, and then by the time I want to go out the door, eight <laughs> o'clock, nine o'clock, you've got rain. So I would often beat the rain. At, and and for me, the challenge what's been the challenge through the years and the decades dare I say is you know in your 20s you're bouncing out of bed you've got the energy Uh there's no aches and pains so it was easy to get out early and get on with it all right and then I had children and all of a sudden it's like oh yeah I don't even know how I did it I remember I had to get my grandparents to um, or the, the kids grandparents to mind the kids so I could go out and do something um, with my daughter, though, I would do it with her. So, so I, instead of going early morning, it became that thing of, you know, do it got to do in the morning, and then right now we can commit to the time to go for a run. I, I would do it with her, um, and and if I compare, and and every career change or whatever it's been about, where can I fit the run? Do I do yeah. it in the morning? Do I do it in the evening? So it wasn't about how it was just about when yeah. when can yeah. i do it mm-hmm. and now now it's a struggle because it's it's i just i'm i'm really hoping as the days get brighter <laughs> i can start a bit earlier again because being in lockdown yeah. um you know you're not getting up as early to get started with everything the kids yeah. aren't getting up as early so it's later in the morning but it's still happening and it has to happen because <laughs> i've got a dog so this dog if nothing ah. else, she needs to go for a run or a walk. So we at one stage had constant rain drizzle and I would just go out with her anyway. And thankfully, most of the time it was just drizzle. Only once or twice as she missed out because there was rain. Hmm. Yeah. So, so
0: the dog's just- helping now. That's what I hear you say. Like that's one of, the, one of the ways. I know personally, like I run every Tuesday and Friday, because I've got a group of friends that I run with, and it's at the same time. That's been for fifteen odd years. Like those same group of friends. So I, and I'm a bit of um, uh, like I get habits and the habit. Like I run at a particular time, or I do a certain kind of run on particular days, and so I'm kind of boring like that. <laughs> and I get grumpy if I can't do it. So. I just wondered, you know, and I will, you know, I don't allow things to get put into my calendar, for example, on those days when I've, you know, scheduled. So it's the first thing that goes into my calendar, I suppose. that's
1: Actually, that, that's a fair point as well. Um, as I said, I've had injuries before lockdown. I was not running every morning. I had injuries. Mm-hmm. So I would be at the gym most mornings, if not mm-hmm. every morning. Um, and like you, I would not schedule meetings except one that I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd always schedule stuff after my workout time. Yeah. Uh, now with, with lockdown and the ability to run, it's just, um, and, and the flexibility of work, and, again, it's the same sort of thing. You know, if I've got to do a work call, I'll schedule it after um, after that time so I can fit it in.
0: Just to make sure it's prioritized. I've always found too that if I, as I said before, I get grumpy if I can't fit it in, but there's also, it's not just the mood thing, but well, in in that it's a negative mood if I'm not doing it. But when I do do it and I happen to have a meeting, you know, not that long within an hour or so of a run, I do find that I'm a, a lot more alert as well. So I do find it kind of sparks me up a bit especially if it's a morning kind of thing and I have to, you know, be alert at 9.30 in the morning for a meeting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, at the moment, you know, this, this lockdown has been going on for a little while now. So mm. um, you guys are I like, like tomorrow, I don't know if I'm going to get it in time before mm. my meeting. Mm-hmm. And so the plan is I'm going to try and take her for a walk this time because this poor dog, she's exhausted from these long runs. I said, I'll do something smaller tomorrow if we can fit it in. But if we don't, I'll just work in the morning and then we'll go in the afternoon. Yeah. But, yeah. but we have that flexibility now. And and that's that's where people need to recognise, you know, while this isn't an ideal situation, make work mm. to your advantage. I've got another friend who's not working at the moment, so she's making herself the priority, looking to get into shape and developing some really good habits with her exercise.
0: That's awesome. Um,
1: and we have that opportunity now.
0: Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think you'll run for?
1: Well, here's the thing. I, I've always, with, I've told a couple of people and I've always said to myself, well, I just want to be a granny. I want to be a granny running. I want to be an old wrinkled prune running. <laughs> and I've seen one lady who's older, she doesn't look super old, who, who continues running and I marvelled at her and I said, oh, can I get a photo with you? I was so impressed with her and she just did not want a bar of it. It's like, oh, Okay. She was my, I know it was really quite surprising it, it's so sad she couldn't take that as a compliment yeah then yeah. after post it it was just she was my my inspiration and yeah, I know yeah. people have come up to me and said they've been inspired by me you know when I was a new mum and, and doing this crazy workouts getting back into shape people were inspired by that and I'm like oh that's interesting that's not your goal what a lovely impact to have on people right and that was the impact she had on me so where do I see myself running till I'm dead and I even ask you what do I got to do to make sure nothing gives out because seriously if it's even only the cliff young shuffle that's what I want to be doing forever
0: well if it's going really to cliff young you need to get a pair of gum boots
1: <laughs> <laughs> because that's
0: what he wore. Um, I think it's it's just listening to your body it's being aware of is this an injury feeling that I can feel or is this just you know as you said before as we get a bit older we feel a bit more um, stuff little few more niggles and things going on so is this injury if it is then i should back off a bit and just be kind to yourself it's about self-compassion um i don't think there's any reason that you can't continue to run until like I've, i know people who have you know run into their 80s and 90s um and basically passed away and it wasn't that they you know they didn't stop their well, running at all they just kept so that running.
1: that really is a dream for me and i and you know, people will think, really, that would be a dream? It's like, well, damn straight. Because, you know, as you're getting older, I, you want to hang on to your youth. You just mm-hmm. do. And we can't control how we look. Yeah, you can get surgery done, but you're kidding yourself. There are still giveaways. But how you feel is everything. It's capacity.
0: And- I think it gives your life more capacity They're running. Is-
1: feel energized you feel like you can conquer anything today i went for a run and it was stop start but i was running with energy with power i felt strong i felt invincible at times i felt amazing and and i want to have that feeling to the day i die and this is one way of achieving it
0: it's quite a um a simple process as well like it's not like where it's, it's not a complex thing to do. That's what I I am often marvel at is just how simple it is that just one foot in front of another with a good pair of shoes on and you can take yourself all sorts of places.
1: It's so funny what people convince themselves and they say, Oh, I can't run. And it's not that they can't run. They just compare themselves to whatever they see elite runners, whatever it is. But you know, you, you can if you really wanted to, and like anything, you get better at it as you do it. Um, so why not give it a go and, and enjoy your environment? You know, it doesn't start with a run, it starts with a walk, an intense walk, and it builds from there. Exactly.
0: Um, what are you thinking about when you're running? What sort of stuff? I know you said you're listening to music cool. or to, to podcasts or books or those
1: kind yeah, of things. Also This is why I love running. It's all sorts of random stuff. Yeah. And I love randomness. So just random thoughts. Sometimes work, at one stage, I remember work ideas were were, were running through my head because I was in a very intense, busy, stressful job. Mm So um, when I was in marketing a few years ago. And so I remember at that point, I got some real good ideas and clarity. Um, Lately, I'm more of a... I'm more of a conscious runner. I don't really get to zone out much. Mm -hmm. I don't get to run on my own enough. (laughs) Because I'm with my little doggy, you know, I'm watching her and being mindful of her. I let her off the lead so she can Mm -hmm. run free as well. So I'm very mindful of her and my environment. And I'm watching not to trip um, because there are trip hazards everywhere. So there's a bit of that. But if I get to run on my own, um, sometimes it might be, you know, thoughts of the day, something I might want to tackle, Um, yeah, wording that I would put down in something in an email Mm -hmm. or a recording I want to do. Often I get inspired. Sometimes I've done live streams as I've been running because I'm listening to my personal development and I want to share with people some positive thoughts.
0: Yeah. 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 So you're doing a bit of reflecting on on what's going on in those um, the podcasts or the audio books that you're listening to, by the sound Sometimes of it. And, that
1: and uh, other times, if I'm listening to music, it's about tripping, and going back in time and having some really good memories and and n- not tripping. And it might falling, not be a memory; it might just be the feeling of that time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So the emotion that that
1: is. Yeah, when that I, is I hear freestyler, I think of my husband. We wanted that as a wedding song, and the. The guy said, oh, I can't get you that track. And it's like, you jerk, you know, unconventional wasn't done when we wanted to do unconventional. Um, but freestyler reminds me of my hubby. And, you know, I had girls just want to have fun pop up. And I'm remembering a conversation I had with my friend who was saying, you know, this is an anthem for women. Um, yeah, just iconic stuff that might come back to, that was representative of an era other times. Sometimes I hear music that reminds me of of a race or a good beat that gets me into a good rhythm and I'm just enjoying the rhythm and being in the zone with the run.
0: Hmm. If somebody said to you, what is the one thing that you think that running has improved your life? What's the one thing that running has um, done in your life that's improved your life if you had to choose just one thing? What do you think that might be? So imagine your life without it, I guess.
1: It's kept me, I told you I turned 50. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that age at Mm -hmm. all. I don't think I look that age.
0: No, you don't. It's
1: kept me as young and as vital as I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't have, I mean, I have the nickels, and I think I'm a lot wiser, but it's given me the same vitality, energy, and joy Mm -hmm. and happiness within me that's my run I am very content that's amazing so
0: Maria Mm. if somebody came up to you and said I'd love to start running and obviously you know a lot about running because you've been running forever what would you suggest for them to get started
1: well I'd ask them first some questions have you what have you done before what sort Mm -hmm. of exercise have you done what sports have you done so i can get a bit of an understanding of what their strengths and skills are yep. i don't think there's one answer for everybody it's understanding what have you done before were you a dancer a golfer a tennis player maybe yeah. you would did nothing um and then from there i would give advice accordingly honestly because it is different for different people and they'll be at different levels as a starting point
0: yeah
1: generally speaking for, as a general rule, it would be starting slow. So if someone had the capacity and was at least walking, I'd say start with a light jog mm-hmm. where you're jogging for one kilometre and then walk the rest of the way or just, just do, yeah, no, that it would be something like that. And, you know, depending on their age and their level of fitness, they might be a bit more than that. But it would be do a little bit of light running to get you started a little light jog. And, you know, when you feel yourself getting out of breath, just walk. And then build on that each week. Um, As an example, I I haven't done ab work in quite a while because I've only been running. And I haven't been able to do my strengthening exercises. And I will say this to everybody that, Mm. honestly, strengthening exercises is really good. Mm. People might not like it, but if you're doing lunges and squats without weights, just just your your weight-bearing exercises, it can really help cope with the strain that, that running can bring on. Um, and anyway, I, I wasn't doing any of that. And I said, right, let's do some ab work because I saw the stuff around the, the run that has equipment you can do that on. Yeah. And I started by doing a set of, and I, I'm also at a, not a dead beginner, so I started with doing my usual leg raises to work my abs and started with twenty then I went up to 25, mm-hmm. then I went up to 30. That was just the standard ones. I also did the side ones. Yeah. So it started yeah. with 20 and then 10 on each side, and then it went to 25 and then 15 on each side. And I just increased it incrementally mm-hmm. over time. And it's actually helped my running. That's awesome. That's one thing. And another thing I would say is for the love of God, stretch, stretch, stretch. Mm-hmm. Especially after your run. Um, my um, – physio told me you don't necessarily need to stretch before a run Mm -hmm. and i used to do that and i don't now um i don't have time but i will do long stretches when my run is finished yeah and i will spend a minute on each individual muscle that i'm stretching so that's really important as well and then you will be able to run so if you just do a little bit of running and then you feel sore the next day because you didn't stretch well you, you know you're not helping yourself
0: <laughs> you're not doing yourself any favors
1: no and it will hurt so you've got to look after your body and there's been of ways that it's worth it mm-hmm. it's totally
0: worth it i agree with you and i think the um the some of the theory around stretching is that stretching on warm muscles rather than stretching on cold so there's even some theories that say stretching before you run is not necessarily a good idea unless you do a warm up
1: first. Exactly. No, exactly. And, and then
0: stretch. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm with you, and, and it is good. And I've noticed since I've been doing. And as you get older, your stretches have to go for longer. It sucks, man. It sucks, <laughs> but it is the way it is. Or we could say it doesn't suck, but it's actually
0: really awesome because you get to spend more time just doing stuff for you.
1: Oh, so. you can say that, but I say it sucks because <laughs> no one wants to spend that long stretching. Right, got things to do. But it is lovely, and you're quite right. It is good, and 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 having done that, and stretching a minute on each muscle now, um, just has has really helped me continue to run daily, which is something I couldn't do in recent times. Wow! So yeah. So
0: you're running daily. You're running every day.
1: But at the moment well I've started running every day and before it was a mix of walk run but yeah I'm, I'm on a mission to get back to running daily mm-hmm. um and, and I might have tomorrow off I'll either just do a walk or nothing but yeah because you can't do it every day you need a rest day that's that's the goal yeah yeah I want to I want to run every day like I used to
0: yeah <laughs> I'm sure you will I'm absolutely positive you will
1: he's <laughs> yeah, well, not going to stop me lockdown's not going to stop
0: me a lockdown. <laughs> so, um, Maria, is there anything that you would like to share with us about running that maybe we haven't covered already? Especially your running journey or maybe a story of someone else's running journey that you wanted to share?
1: Um I will say that I think the Olympics had a bit of an impact. <laughs> Watching all these amazing athletes achieve such incredible things and having such discipline and focus, it really inspired me mm-hmm. and and this warmer weather as well. So it would just be to say, look, we, we really live in such a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there are so many amazing locations where we can get out there and enjoy it. Whether it's a brisk walk and make it a brisk one, like a real you know strong walk yeah. or, or a run or a light jog I, I just get out there and enjoy seek inspiration from others Yes. and let that guide you rather than deter you
0: yes good point because too many people are worried about what other people think or they think other people think um rather than just getting out there and um and having yeah, a go. I
1: they think or they think they can do it because they've been training, they've been running all their life and this and that, and it's just excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just get out there and give it a go. At the very least, you're going to be in a beautiful natural environment yeah. where spring is coming, beautiful sights, sounds, smells. Oh, that's another what? thing. <laughs> oh, Michelle, we didn't talk about the smells when you run. <gasps> When you said memories, oh, my God, I remember running and getting that smell of the tar on grass, and it reminded me of softball oh. in high school years. I've had herb smells come up that reminded me of things. I've had smells that have reminded me of netball season. Um, you know, pa- smell is a powerful thing to trigger memory as well. So do you suffer a favour? You might get pleasantly surprised
0: i got this thing I said to my daughter recently, one of my daughters, um, I could smell, we were kind of in a suburb and I could smell garlic cooking. And it always reminds me actually of Sydney because when I lived in Sydney, we would sometimes go out in the evening before we went, you know, to a restaurant. But there was that smell, you know, when all the restaurants are cooking, maybe you shouldn't say that to someone in lockdown in Sydney where there's probably not so much. <laughs> well,
1: actually, it's say that when you talk about food because one of the things I really enjoyed, was as you'd run past, particularly on the weekend, you know, you're running past people's homes and you can smell the fry-ups. You can smell yeah. bacon and eggs and all these other hot meals being cooked. Wrecky, because I'd be running in the morning. And sometimes in the evening I'd get that as well. And I just, that also put a smile to my dial. I just thought, you know, people were at home doing their family thing. It just, oh no. I just I like enjoyed that,
0: that. I really like that. Actually, I one of my smells one, one of my favourite days too, which is uh, people in Tassie and Melbourne and some people in Sydney will find this terrible, but I really like running on um, grand, AFL grand final day <laughs> because there's no one around. <laughs> they're all they're all in their houses, and when you run past them, as long as you time it right, and it's not like in a time where they've come out and they're a bit drunk and they're kicking follow out if you just time it right everyone's um you and they're happy so they're all and you can you can smell you know pies and stuff
1: it's just oh, that's so gorgeous. kind of a, but, it's one of my favorite you know what, days. another thing that i think is relevant now that i'm enjoying more now is i said to you i'm going a bit later in the morning like school has started i have to say that is a bonus because you've got less people in your way mm. and um and one thing i haven't been enjoying i mean it's great that people are out and about not knocking that but I don't like how crowded it gets on the weekends yeah yeah And it's not just because of the COVID and all of that it's just because there's too many bikes dogs people <laughs> <laughs> so so you can pick your moment where you won't get that same crowd and I've even said to myself if you don't like it being this busy get up earlier and go for a weekend and yeah pick your moments where it's not as easy I've even had someone say to me don't come in the afternoons during the week. It's way worse. And I've experienced how much busier it is then as well. So if you like peace and quiet, or if you like a throng, mm-hmm. you can pick you your can moment choose. Get
0: around that. I think if you like peace and quiet, you should move to Tasmania <laughs> because it's, right. we do have um, relatively quiet, even like I said, the people <laughs> that was probably um, made you think it was very busy.
1: <laughs> Generally, it's not that. Uh-huh. And you've got yeah. such beautiful scenery there
0: as well. We do. We're very fortunate. Um, if you like trail running, there's lots of amazing trails to run on here, which yeah. we make the most of. It's very special. Yeah. But like it's I said, I, I, Sydney's pretty good too. I really enjoy it there. Um, yeah,
1: there's a lot, of, a lot around Springvale.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. Well, I hope some of what we have talked about will encourage. Uh, some people to get out
1: there. No, no, I don't want people to think it's just the people who've done it all along. Totally. Um, That's why I said, you know, a friend of mine, she's like 36 and she did her first ever half marathon. And I was, yeah, so forget about me. She wasn't a runner. So, you know, you can always discover it later and it doesn't have to be something major. It might just be a couple of kilometres a few times a week. And, you know, just give yourself the gift of it. Yeah, you know, you
0: know, I love that. Give yourself the gift, for sure. It is a gift, and I'm very grateful that I have it in my life. And obviously you are as well, Marianne, So,
1: Oh, like, yeah, totally. And, and the fact that I've been able to get over these interviews, I'm even 100% more grateful now. It's, <laughs> I'm so thankful, you know. Yeah. It's, it's keeping me going during this particular lockdown, which finding more challenging than last.
0: Well, I just want to say a big thank you for coming on Fit Mind, Fit Body and sharing your running journey with us, Marie. Very inspiring what, you've, uh, what you're what you up to up there, not to mention you're stuck in lockdown, which those of us in Tassie, not so much <laughs> at the moment anyway. Um, touch wood. <laughs> you just never know these days what's happening. Oh, but it, it really has been lovely to have a chat with you and get to know some more about you. Honestly,
1: thank you so much. It's nice to running and when I found out that that's what you do I'm like oh my god you should have heard my expression guys I was so excited someone who focuses on running and the benefits of it it's like oh a woman after my own heart and and yeah. you know I, I don't know people who'd be interested in this so to talk to you Michelle about something I love so much it's just wonderful I've really enjoyed it thank you
0: It's my pleasure. Like I said, it's been um, lovely to get to know you some more and and learn a bit more about your running journey as well. So thank you for sharing it with us. Don't run away. I'll have a quick chat with you um, offline as well, well online, but off the podcast. Um, But again, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.